everybody. Happy New Year's, Adam. It is Chad. I said January. <sighs> I should probably start again. But we're not going to. Anyways, happy December 30th. Um, It is just about to be the new year. And we're going to blink and it will indeed be January 30th. But it's not that yet. So let's not jump ahead of ourselves. <laughs> uh, this is Joanne, a.k.a. Lolly. Thank you so much for stopping in for a listen. I hope that I can keep you company while you do whatever you need to do chores, laundry, lounging around, whatever it is, um, which today, funny enough, I want to do all three things. I need to do laundry. I also want to lounge around and do nothing, but I also want to watch things. I have lots of things that I want to do. That seems to be the thing for a lot of these episodes, huh? There's always so much that I want to do and not enough time to do it. Um, I hope your holidays went well and were festive. Um, if you're not a holiday person, I hope you were able to find some enjoyment. I hope you have been able to find, um, a community that you can enjoy at least the time with, um, or if you preferred and you just wanted to be alone, I hope you... Sorry, I was reaching for something. I hope you found um, peace in the solace of being alone. Because sometimes I think that's more valuable. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I say that, and then my body's like, liar. No, I'm not. Uh, that's something I have realized this holiday season. <clears throat> Along with my hot drink. Um, bless coffee. Um, that's something I do wish I had had more of this holiday season. Is alone time. Um, I have not had much of it. <laughs> I think I can count maybe one afternoon this month where I was, like, alone. I didn't have family at home. I wasn't at work. I didn't have other plans. I was alone. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure I've said this in another podcast episode, but that's something that I'm going into 2024. I'm really going to need to learn to prioritize. It's just um, figuring out ways to be alone even though I'm not alone um and I feel weird saying sometimes I feel weird saying stuff like that because then it sounds like oh you just don't appreciate that people want you around blah 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 whatever <laughs> and it's not that I don't appreciate people want me around I am so glad and sometimes very confused when people want me around like, why, why do you want me around when you could 
excuse me, I'm stretching out. Uh, when you can spend that time with somebody else or do something else, I don't know. But I do appreciate it. So I do appreciate that fact. Um... But yeah, it's coming to the understanding that, like, being in a job where I have to be on, like, on, 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 um, all eight hours. Like, there's no downtime for me. Even when I take my lunch break, unless I go to my car, which, like, can't we talk about how bogus 30 minutes for lunch is? It's so bogus. It's so dumb. I hate that rule. 30 like that's not even enough time for me to go to the bathroom heat up my food and scarf it down and go to the bathroom again but then you want me to like walk to my car too and I always have to park in the boonies and then you want me to move my car <laughs> anyways <laughs> there's no downtime um also the idea of 10 minute breaks 10 minute breaks that's like enough time for me to walk to the bathroom go pee and then come back like that what anyway all that complaining said <laughs> um like 10 minutes oh so 10 minutes isn't long enough to like be able to have like a mini like shut down to replug to re-energize you know what i mean so uh essentially i'm left on for eight hours all day and then, you know, going home, um, my parents want me to spend time with them, which I am grateful for, and I, <laughs> I am fully aware of the blessing that that is. Um, but because I can't ever escape it either, <laughs> sometimes it feels like a lot, and so, um, yeah, I just, I don't want to become ungrateful and, like, not do these things with my parents and, like, hang out with them, talk with them. I don't want to not take advantage of this time that I have with them still. But, yeah, like I said, I need, I need to learn to prioritize the alone time that I know I need. And, um, I have not learned to prioritize yet. <laughs> So that's one of the biggest things that I've kind of figured out this season. It's like, because even like in past years, I would get paid when I was working at the church or the school, I would get paid like, you know, the Friday before Christmas. So then I would go cash that check and then go do all my Christmas shopping <laughs> that Friday or that Saturday. Um... And of course, now that doesn't quite work out, but, like, that was a big, like, moment of, you know, even though you're not alone, I was alone. A way that I want to start incorporating this more is going to the gym more often. And that's a whole other problem I have. What time am I going to go to the gym? In the mornings? I don't wake up early enough to make that a possibility. Go at night? Uh, at night, I need, like, at least 30 minutes to dissociate <laughs> before having to go deal with, like, more humans, even in a passive way, but 
because the gym that I go to closes at 11. That doesn't always work out because, you know, I need uh, my schedule. My schedule is so weird. Um, but yeah, being able to go to the gym, they have a, like a private room, you know, they use it for different classes and stuff. Um, and the couple times that I have made it to the gym in the last two months, being able to just like work out in there by myself, mostly, um, has been super beneficial. So that's something that I need to look into. Speaking of working out, how do I have a callus when I haven't really been working out? What did I carry? That would give me a callus. Interesting. Anyway, I just spent the last, how long? Eight minutes, nine minutes whining about wanting to be alone. And then I'm going to get alone time and I don't want to be alone. <laughs> so changeable. Um... good things that happened this month um it's so funny our unit got um employee of the month the whole unit not just one person which i think is kind of funny um but whatever it's fine uh the whole unit got employee of the month and so um Everybody was fighting over the Employee of the Month parking spot, which I thought was funny. I did get to park in it once. How exciting. I was like, yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just found that funny. <laughs> Everyone was fighting over it. Like, you guys, it's not that serious. But, um, but unfortunately, what came with that was, like, more intense scrutiny from literally everybody, not just management, which, like... Fix your unit before you intimidate ours, please. Um, yeah, it's so funny. I, I'm at the point where, like, I'm not... I don't hate the job. But I don't love it. <laughs> But I also don't want to leave, necessarily, because, like, we've just started building a good team, and I don't want to be the one to wreck that. But also, I don't know, like, between the schedule being weird and I'm not, I have, I'm still having a hard time adapting to it, and uh, my feelings of meh. I don't know, guys. Is this how our grandparents felt? Did they just stick with a job that paid well, even though it gave them meh feelings because it paid well? As if that's the American dream. I don't want no dreams. <laughs> uh, that's something I thought about a lot, actually. Like, Do people stick with jobs that they're like meh about just because it pays well? Because um, it does pay well, but also not well enough to make the meh worth it. So that's where I'm at with that, too. Other good things that have happened this month. I have been reading more. I read two Christmassy books. 
One was like a little bit of a romance book. Um, like, I think it's technically a like holiday romance, but like, there was no spice and um, like a lot of it was just <laughs> me. Like, I spent a lot of it being just annoyed. Like, honey, you are just assuming stuff for what? But then, like, she's also super depressed, and, you know, like, she's having a hard time. So she internalized everything, and eh, whatever. It was fine. It was, like, a 3.5. Like, I'm glad I read it. Uh, it was a good palate cleanser. A good Christmas book. Um, it, it was fine. 25 Days Till Christmas is what it was called. And then I also read uh, Silent Bites. I don't remember the name of the author. Um, but the audiobook narrator was fantastic. Um, I'm sure at regular, you know, 1.1, speed, you know, regular speed, uh, he sounds sassy enough, but at 1.25 and 1.5 speed, <laughs> he sounded hilariously, spi- uh, not spicy, that's not the word, saucy sassy that there there it is <laughs> um it, it was from the point of view of a defense lawyer um just enough suspense to be like a cozy mystery but not boring like a boring meh mystery it, it was just the right amount um and the defense attorney character the main character he gave me like modern day perry mason vibes which was really funny to me. I got a real kick out of that. <laughs> um, also, I called it. I, I called the murderer. I knew it. So that was fun too. <laughs> um, and I'm currently listening also to a dramatization from the BBC of the book The Darkest Rising, which is a book I had not heard about, but apparently it's a huge... Um, Christmas time, winter solstice time, uh, tradition, book of tradition to read with a lot of, I'm, I'm guessing it's a lot of like people who read English literature because I had never, I've never heard of this book or the series. Um, and man, first of all, I cannot understand why we are so... Like as a society, <laughs> so entranced with the idea of like our main heroes being like eleven years old. I'm like why eleven? Why do we want them to be so young? Eleven year olds are dumb, and they should be. They're children. They're still like figuring out <laughs> how to like move their bodies around and walk without tripping and falling all the time. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> I don't understand. But, um, I don't know. I always feel like these, these kids are so dumb. Um, and that's fine. <laughs> but the story itself is great otherwise. Um, other than me getting over my horror of why is this child only 11? Uh, at least make them 14. <laughs> Let them be in high school. Anyway, um, but the story is good. Uh, I really love the dramatization. The BBC always does fantastic 
radio broadcasts, obviously, and dramatizations, so uh, 10 out of 10. I, I do recommend. I think I will be one to make this a yearly thing also, though next year I might read the book instead, or both. Who knows? I don't know. I also watched the four Doctor Who specials on Disney+. Plus. Is Doctor Who completely going to be on Disney Plus now? Um, because all the other Doctor Who episodes, well, New Who episodes, are on, what is that, Max? HBO Max? So, is Doctor Who now moving to Disney, or were just the specials on Disney? I'm confused about that. I need to figure that out. Um, but I am so excited to be coming back to a Doctor Who, I believe he's Nigerian? Is he a like Nigerian English? Um, he has this gorgeous accent. I saw somewhere how to pronounce his name, and I can't find it anymore, which makes me sad. But I think it's like Nuti, Nuti, Nuti. Anyway, uh, I need to find that out so I can say it, pronunciate, pronunciate. It'd be good if I could English at all, so I can pronounce his name correctly. Um, he's gorgeous. He is going to be so good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this Doctor. What a time to come back to Doctor Who. I still plan to go back and watch, um, 12 and 13. Um, I'm sad I never really came back during Jodie Whittaker's time. I love, I loved her in Broadchurch. And I love the idea of a female Doctor. So, um, I need to go back and watch, uh, and 13, I I just had a hard time with how they were writing 13 and Clara. Um, mostly Clara, I think. I think Clara was the problem, not 13. Uh, or 12. Uh, Peter Capaldi. But I have been assured multiple times that his season is, his seasons are so good. So I need to go back and just suck it up and watch. Um... But I'm excited to be coming back to Doctor Who. I had missed watching Christmas Who specials. Um, which I realized fully on Christmas Day when I watched the Christmas Who special. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to be coming back to this who fandom. Uh, let's see, what else is there? I have not watched the last two episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen. I think it's the season finale, finale for season two. Um, and they just announced season three, so I'm expecting more deaths and more pain. It's going to be great, I'm sure. I am saying that completely sarcastically. <laughs> um, let's see. Today is, sa- today is Saturday. Jeepers. <laughs> so on Thursday, I had my residents um do some journaling on just what they are thankful for and then why is it important to make resolutions and i told them we would journal about the resolutions on monday the first (laughs) so i'm gonna do the same thing what am i grateful for i kind of talked about it but i'm also just grateful for um the opportunity to speak into the void um, it is very therapeutic. I highly recommend, even if you don't upload it, um, talking to your voice recorder. Um, 
get your feelings out. If you don't want to talk, that's fine. Journal. Yeah, get them out. Yeah. Um, allow your body the opportunity to process them. Um, your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings. And there's always so much going on to distract us from that. And um, if you are like me, you give in to those distractions a lot. So taking the time to express what you're thinking and feeling and allowing the time to process them is a huge deal. Um, and I'm thankful for the many avenues there are to do that. I am thankful. Ouch. Ouch. I am in a car. Uh, that's why I keep, like, scooting around. If you can hear that, I don't know if you can hear it or not. But... Um, I am thankful for the fact that I do have a very loving and empathetic community. Um, the people that I am closest with are some of the best people I feel so seen and validated and heard and um accepted and um i'm so thankful for that it's hard to find that and i just hope that i can provide that same safety for all of them as well i am thankful for uh... sorry i got cut off <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. So, um, anyway, thankful for, oh, for, like, the fact that I'm not alone. I'm not trying to, uh, navigate my life alone. I don't feel like I have to. I mean, I do feel like I have to, but I don't feel like I have to. <laughs> That's one thing that 25 Days Till Christmas did remind me of. It's, like, a lot of in a lot of situations, a lot of times, it just feels like all the bad things just pile up. And um, stack on top of each other. And it feels like it's hard to get out of that hole of negativity. Um, and I'm glad that I am surrounded by family and community that um, lets me, reminds me that I'm not alone. And I don't have to let myself sink into negativity um i can feel what i'm feeling and then work towards doing better and getting myself to a place of more sure footing and i'm thankful for that um i'm thankful for my faith i <laughs> there's just so much turmoil and unrest and scary stuff going on in the world and I'm thankful to have an anchor in my faith in God um, and that's something that I strive to show people that everyone can have that um, should they want it and they should want it but if you don't and you know uh, that's that's their decision um, but that is something I'm grateful for. It keeps my two little brain cells as sane as they can be. 
Um, I'm also grateful for hobbies. I have really picked up knitting again, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, I had missed it. I had missed knitting. Um, and I'm looking forward to starting the new year, trying to incorporate my knitting um, more consistently. And not make it a chore. Because um, that's something that I, that's one of my toxic traits is in the process of trying to keep up with everything and everyone I make things that I should love doing like chores and then I stop doing them because I don't want to feel like I have to do it <laughs> um so I don't want to like stop doing what I'm doing with my knitting I just want to be able to continue but also not feel pressured to continue that's why I'm really bad at gift knits. If I have ever told you that I will knit you something, um, I'm sorry. Please know it will come someday. Um, but gifting, gift, gift knitting uh, on a deadline is a lot of pressure that I do not do well with. So that's also why I don't sell anything. I can't. That's pressure I don't want or need. Thanks or no thanks. Um, yeah, um, I will just stick to buying gorgeous yarn and, uh, planning projects and hopefully getting to them. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean, there's always, like, cliche stuff, um, that, uh, you know, considering our world today isn't really so cliche anymore, right? Oh my goodness. Excuse me. Um, having a home and shelter, knowing where all of my family members are, knowing where um, my boyfriend is, knowing where all my closest friends are, you know, knowing that they're safe. Um... Those are blessings that I don't want to take for granted. Knowing I can just go to the store still and get a quick meal. <laughs> um, conversations about meat and if it's real or not aside. Um, yeah, there's... And as much as I'm complaining about my job and like not loving it, I am thankful for a job where I can interact with people and I, I can learn about like the lives of people who have lived very differently than me and try to find a place where I can provide support uh, without belittling them you know, with sympathy because there's a difference between like sympathy and then just like belittling somebody um, and I want to learn that line so I can walk it in a way that allows me to be the most beneficial help to them I can be so that is something that I'm working on learning um, and just moving through life with a more empathetic heart and mind 
I'm thankful for the opportunities to do that as well. Why is it important to make res resolutions? Uh, um, the most common answer my residents gave me was uh, it helps keep you on track uh, for what you want to do. And it helps you remember like your purpose and your goals, um, which is exactly what I think. <laughs> Um, do I ever keep like my resolutions? No, not really. I mean, I did this year with my reading. I did read more than 12 books this year. Um, and sometimes these goals can be just like the most minimal <laughs> to make sure that you accomplish them. Um, but then some need to be bigger so that you can actually move toward your goal, which, um, is something that I want to do this year. I do want to set some bigger resolutions and goals for myself so that I can take bigger steps towards moving, excuse me, toward a life that um, I, I can thrive in and that I believe will be the most um, beneficial to me and my loved ones and also the one that I can feel like I can, you know, glorify God the most in, uh, which should be every stage of life. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I have big dreams and goals for um, wanting to do more outreach and more help, stuff like that. And I can't do that in my current little itty-bitty space and my itty-bitty um how I use my finances <laughs> so big goals well bigger goals for this coming 2024 I am looking forward to it um is it going to be a dumpster fire probably and it will probably continue to be a dumpster fire <laughs> Um, have all, I wonder if our parents felt like this as they became adults, that the world is actually just a huge dumpster fire and we are just trying to make sure that the dumpster fire does not come to our little living spaces. <laughs> I feel like that's what adulthood is. Um, but that being said, I, yeah, but those are the things that I'm going to stick with that I'm going to try and ponder over think about so that I can make realistic but honest goals going into 2024 that will um push me forward but not overwhelm me um and remember that I don't have to move at the same speed as everybody else my age or younger um I just have to move forward. That my path is not going to be the same as anybody else's. No one else's path is going to be the same as mine. That is the beauty of individuality. And, um, I think that's so cool. When we really, like, live like that, with the beauty of individuality, it's so cool. And, um, as of this moment, I am overall hopeful and optimistic for a wonderful 2024 um 
And I am thankful and blessed that I did not have a horrific 2023. I had a good 2023 overall. Um, was it a memorable year? I have memorable moments. That's okay. Uh, every year does not have to be the best year ever. And that's okay too. So with that, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, Adam. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful New Year's, Adam. And that if you have plans for New Year's Eve, you stay safe, please. People are crazy. You might not be. I'm sure you are not. But everyone else is. So please be careful. Please be safe. Uh, please enjoy it with uh, your loved ones, your community. Um, I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Day. Uh, may it be one of rest and enjoyment. Um, and may that be uh, the energy we bring into 2024. Um, and yeah, that's all I have for now. Thank you so much. Uh, if you would like to talk about resolutions or books or knitting or shows or anything, anything fun. Um, I did finally log back onto X. I am Lolly Jojo on Twitter. I still want to call it Twitter because X sounds so silly, but I am Lolly Jojo on Twitter. I am... I'm pretty sure I'm Lolly Jayso on threads because it's based off of my main Instagram account, which is Lolly Jayso. Or if you want the fangirling account, it is Squeals and Hobbies. Thank you so much again for listening. I hope to hear from you and I will hopefully keep my word and post a little something on. January 1st for the new year. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.